my jaws, like I've got too many laughs in my face right now to execute it. <laughs> nah, I've gone. I had it all the other day. You had, had a full it, meditation face then. had it for the week. The week I was able to purr on cue and now I haven't practiced it. And <laughs> Is this another example of you just stockpiling a skill that you may or may not ever need? <laughs> yeah. There's two forms of purring, right? There's the one where you're breathing out like... That was better. That was heaps better. And uh, there's one that you use, yeah, epiglottis. Okay. <laughs> and it, instead of a, like a blowing out, it's like a sucking in, like a snoring type thing. You've got to get the vibration in your throat. Okay. Not as great with that yet. I'm sure all my former bear mates would agree that I'm probably pretty good at that. Are you? <laughs> I've been called an epic snorer, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was trying to snore, but have a purr sound through the snore. No, can't do it. I should have practiced on the way over so I could do my pairing. You're working on the snoring. Oh, sorry, you're working on the pairing. Oh, jeez. That, that was, one good. was good. That was good. I'm going to have to cut my own voice out of that bit now. That, that was, was good. Um, yep. <laughs> so you're working on pairing. Yeah. <laughs> and you just mentioned that you're still working on the plank. The, the flagpole. The I'm flag actually pole. getting quite closer to the flagpole. Yeah. Different. I mean, actually, you're just using a pole rather than doing the exercises that lead into the pole work. You're just committing to the actual yeah. pole. <laughs> I was telling someone else about it um, last night. I said, all I want to do is just be walking down the street and go, Bruh, out to the side. And they're like, anything else? There's no, no. Don't need to climb it or anything. To <laughs> out to the side. Just say that you executed it perfectly mm. and had a witness. Yeah. Would you ever do it again? Or is this a one-time perfection that's it it would have to probably be recorded or something or it could be like if there was someone that was going to pass it along then i'd be okay with that because did i tell you about my great thing that i did so i was um in guinea street right near the asta heading towards uh the highway to turn right to go to wodonga I was at those traffic lights and about to go through and there was a van coming towards me from the other way, so coming from Wodonga through to Aubrey. And it was like six cars back. It was slow traffic and we were just banked up a bit and I eyeballed him and did the whole like point, point because I knew him, it was customer. He eyeballed me. And then as I was driving, like I wound up my window and as we were driving, like he was like three cars away I grabbed out of my glove box a bag of jelly beans that I give a thing and just piffed it across the highway and it went straight in his window. <laughs> it was the best thing I've ever done. And I just that walked around impressive. going, oh, my God, all these people would have gone, Lawrence and Hanson has just, like, piffed jelly beans across straight into a contractor's window. I was like, that's amazing. And then I realised it wasn't one of the ones that would brag about it as much. Oh, he just no. bragged about it internally. Like, uh-huh. and I was telling everyone, I was like, oh my God, come on. And guy from work's like, actually, that's pretty impressive. And I was like, I know. <laughs> I'd never be able to do it. It was because I was on the phone too. So I was like half distracted. If I had, yeah. if like, if I ever tried to do it again, it would never happen. It was just a <laughs> straight across. That then, should be part of every tradies apprenticeship now to know what to do publicly when something cool happens like that that's the expectation if that oh. happens you've got to make that known well i had to bring it up so he wasn't one of the ones that goes out and does lots of stuff he does more service stuff on vacuum cleaners and stuff so he's hidden in the background i saw him like two weeks later and i was like oh, how good was that and he goes oh it's amazing he goes 
my son was like, where'd those jelly beans come from? And I told him and I was like, did you tell anyone else? And he was like, oh, no, not really, but it was the best thing ever. And I was, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, why didn't you say it? Yeah, you could have <laughs> please, spread a little bit of the word. Please, please, please. I'm actually really happy you've got a tradie story because my first story is also a tradie story. Is it? I was coming back from, and I meant to tell you this and I found it on a list. I was coming back from Melbourne after I went to see Chris Rock yeah. with Ollie Hunter and it was really early in the morning. I probably got to yay at about maybe six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So, I was lucky that the toilet was even open and I walked in there and it was two cubicles next to each other and then somehow a, this electrician had mounted a ladder over both cubicles and was operating up above them putting a fluorescent light in <laughs> and i said oh sorry mate i'll just wait for you to come down or what's what's the operation here i was half asleep i didn't really know how to phrase the question he's like oh no mate just pop in there and i'll just look this way <laughs> and just do what you need to do and i'm like we agreed that obviously i was only going number one <laughs> we gave that was kind of a just a recognition thing so i go to the toilet and i walk out wash my hands flush all that stuff and he goes, pops his head kind of back over and just goes, oh, mate, you must have been busting for that one. <laughs> so this is the greatest trading interaction I've ever had. <laughs> if you like us, like I like us, get on to punchingsideways.com, give us a bit of a likesy, have a bit of an exploration around and maybe buy us a coffee. So this leads to another story that happened a little bit more recently. You were telling me the other night when we were hosting trivia. <laughs> Don't let me forget this, Josh, but I'll tell you next time yeah. we're on the podcast. Yeah. You had to give a very lengthy police report the other day. Yeah. Can you take us through what you can of this incident? Yeah. No, I'll just say it all. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. Not two and a half hours worth, though. No, hopefully. not two, two and a half hours worth. <laughs> so, the other day, right, I'm driving to APCO in Levington, and I was going, oh, yeah, I have to get the contractors some Red Bulls and Chalky Milk and all the things. I thought Apco is the best place to go. So I go in there. Had to go somewhere back up near Big W to deliver it. So gone into Apco. As I'm coming out, there's like two or three cars. I was nice and let the cars in front of me. I'm like, oh, that was stupid because now we're going slow and I can't get out. Mm-hmm. As I was like parked towards Leicester and Sun, like waiting to get out. On the left on the nature strip, I saw what looked to be like it was going to be a little bit of a ruckus. <laughs> okay. A little bit. You know when you just get a vibe? Yeah, there's just, certainly a ruckus vibe. Just a ruckus vibe. And I thought, oh, hang on, we might be on here. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I'm driving like out, we were all going slowly because there was lots of traffic. My eyes were obviously like engaged on the mirror and everything so I could see. And as I went past... There was just this, the big tall guy just went, clocked this little guy and then next minute he just dropped to the ground and then a golf club appeared out of anywhere, nowhere oh, and he started like, I've never seen anything like it in my life. Like the golf club went up above his head. He would have been taller than you two so there was a lot of leverage yeah. strike and the guy was like wiry and old, like you'd describe him like a shearer. Mm. Uh, you're one of those old school shearers with long, wiry hair yes. like Albert Einstein. But, yeah, okay. With a shearer body. Smaller than me. Yeah. That's the best way to describe <laughs> it. This guy just started laying him to him with the golf club. I've never seen anything. It was like you see it in the movies, but you just don't see it. Mm. Anyway, 
I've pulled, I've gone, oh shit, I better pull over. And, and I thought, oh, I won't pull over right next to him. I just might go a little, sneak up a little bit further. Because <laughs> this looks a bit hectic. And uh, called the cops. There was a couple guys that pulled up around, but no one was really getting out. And I'm thinking, why isn't anyone coming to help this guy? Because he was like getting kicked, smashed with this golf club. Anyway, a few guys sort of came out and they were like making a presence, if that makes sense. There was a third guy that was in high-vis that was sort of just there but not engaged with either of it. I don't know whether he was trying to diffuse it or he was just, I'm not going to say an innocent bystander because he was obviously part of the collective. <laughs> Wasn't prepared to get hit by a golf club though to break it No. Yeah. No. So, that was happening and I was on the phone doing a play-by-play and the stupid girl, like I was trying to, she's from nowhere. I'm trying to describe where the place is. I'm just saying, tell them to go to AFCO. It's towards the five ways. She says, where's five ways? What's that? I'm just like, just tell them that's where you need to go. Where are they? Yeah. This was going for 10 minutes. I kid you not. I was the, on the, the phone. The beating. Yeah. Oh, my ten, God. Where it was separating. Yeah, yeah, like, and then when the guys sort of started getting closer, like the like witnessy guys, they were sort of broke up because yep. obviously the guy was like, mm. then next minute, little wiry Albert Einstein Shearer guy just popped up, <laughs> started walking to me, towards me, with like basically half his eyeball hanging out of his oh head. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, wow. It's the most hectic thing. And there was not enough blood. Like, you know, when you think. That was the one thing I could just say. Like, I've dealt with a lot of football injuries, but there was no blood. Like, it was just like this big golf club mark. And just there was not enough blood there. And I, that was the one thing that just read. And he's still popped up and he just, I was like, whoa, this guy should not be walking right now. He's running on adrenaline. Hectic. Yes. The assailant, I call him the assailant, he's there going, I'm going to chuck you in a freezer. Effing <laughs> like freezer. I'm going to put you in an effing freezer like this. And I'm like, well, I don't want to get put in a freezer either. So I'm just going to step slightly out of their way. And there was this pacing thing. You know when you see animals stalking things that they're like keeping a distance, but at any time this yeah. could kick off again, like just skulking. Yes. But he was abusing at the same time. It was a very bizarre scenario. And the other like little Shearer Albert Einstein sort of kept turning around going, just popping up and like giving a bit of a presence. And I'm thinking, around. Next minute, the other guy turns around, like the assailant guy, he turns around towards me and he goes, oh, he's trying to keep me from my family. And I was just thinking, you're not going to see your family now. <laughs> like, this is not the way to see your family is to bash someone up and with a golf club and then threaten to put them in a freezer. <laughs> so, next minute. <laughs> Do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I <think> like... <laughs> Anyway, the chick on the phone is saying to me, oh, are you close to him? Like, what do they look like? Gave her a full description. And the victim guy, so Albert Einstein Shearer, he's walking up towards the road. Next thing, someone pulls in and he just gets in the passenger side, like, and goes off to safety. So, the other guy's just kicking bins and just going psycho and walking up towards five ways. And I'm telling the chick on the phone, he's going towards five ways. Where's that? I said, just tell them. He's walking. She goes, oh, how close are you? And I was like, well, I'm not getting any closer now because he's kicking off and he doesn't have anyone else to kick off on. She took my number. I left. So, 
the Salen and Hi-Viz guy were together and they were walking towards up towards five ways, kicking bins in. I left the like, got straight to where the Omo car wash is. By the time I'd given the drinks to the guys, I'd said, this was hectic. You don't only see this stuff on the movies. Probably going to get a call. Next thing I get a call and it's the Ambos trying to get me to tell them where the victim was. And I was like, I don't know. Like I said to the cops there and they're like, oh, I don't know. Anyway, talking to them, turn around to head back to Wodonga. Heading back to Wodonga, I look across the road. The cops are there. Like this was up near the chemist there. Cops are there and I see the high-vis guy and I'm thinking, I'm not stopping now because I don't want them to eyeball me because I'm in a very visual car and this guy's psycho. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. But next thing I realised that high-vis guy is actually with Albert Einstein the Shearer (laughs) and I don't know what's going on now and I was like, oh, well, the Shearer guy, he's fairly safe. He's got half his eyeball hanging out so (laughs) he probably can't identify me anyway. Yeah, that's (laughs) it. So I pulled across the road and I thought, well, I need to give the cops, like, say that I've got it. And I also got another guy's number who said, I have to go to work. And I said, well, can you take a photo of him? He said, I've got it on camera. I was like, bang, we're on here. Yeah. So I've gone across the street and I was talking to the detective and he goes, oh, I said, I just saw it all. Like, that's – and he goes, were you the one on the phone? I said, yeah, yeah. You have to get that that off the phone. Like, I did a play-by-play for the chick. And he go, and I said, it was really weird. I said, it was like, I said, the guy was keeping him from his family or something. They're obviously, like, something going on there. And he just went, let's just say that they're known to each other. And I was like, yeah, let's just say that. That's what it seems like. <laughs> anyway, I'm just getting up close and having a, a better look because my sort of adrenaline had run down. I'd gone from being, like, really tired to just, like, I'm on here right now, like full mind. Looked across, and eyeball guy is, I've got fines to pay, guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. Literally, like, oh my God, I can't even believe this. (laughs) It's a guy. Oh, I couldn't have written that better. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. That's fantastic. Well, I don't know where we go from there. That's probably the best story you've ever told, I reckon. Double. I know. Yeah. So, if you want to listen to that episode, the pre-episode, I think it's called Money and Ambling. Money and Ambling, yes. Yeah. Listen to that one and you'll realise why... This is so hilarious, even though it's, you know, it's a serious situation. <laughs> very serious. Also very, very hilarious. <laughs> very, very hilarious. So, yeah, that was my week. <laughs> that's amazing. I think that'll probably do for today because that's, that's a great story. I've got to go to Corio. So, <laughs> yeah. righto. Thanks, Mel. Laters. Bye-bye.